8-0. Corey Seager smashes the ball down the line. What is up, everybody? Welcome into Flippin' Bats. Game three of the World Series is in the books. Alex and I are down here on the field in Arizona where the Rangers just took game three and take a two-to-one lead in this series. As always, I am joined by Alex Curry. Alex, first home World Series game in 22 years here. The roof was closed. And yep. then it was open for the game. This place was loud, but they didn't have a ton to cheer about here tonight. They did not. But Texas fans did, because you know why? They are still undefeated on the road this postseason. And Ben, this game was decided pretty early here tonight in the second and third inning. What was the key to the Rangers' success early here tonight? Well, one inning completely changed this entire ball game, Alex. And it starts in the bottom of the second when the Diamondbacks started threatening. Christian Walker ran through a stop sign uh, and ended up getting thrown out at the plate by Adelis Garcia, who threw an absolute rocket almost 95 miles an hour. So to me, that was a big turning point. You had the crowd in it big time. Tommy Pham with a big hit to the opposite field. And then you would have had first and third, nobody out. Next thing you know, you have a runner on second with one out with the guy getting thrown out at the plate. It's a completely different inning. And it's just a big to, – to me, I, I struggled to swallow that. And, and I know the conversation became, well, he ran through a stop sign. I, I'm going to disagree with that. I, I, I saw what happened. I saw the third base coach waving him home. And then at the last second, he throws up the stop sign. But by that point, you can watch Christian Walker. He sees the go sign. He puts his head down and starts running. Then the third base coach, too late – decided to put up the stop sign. By that point, Christian Walker wasn't even watching, was thrown out at the plate, and that's a huge turning point. But if you have first and third, nobody out there, Alex, that changes everything. You yeah. can hit a fly ball to the outfield, and Christian Walker could have done a cartwheel home. It doesn't matter. But instead, he ends up getting thrown out by a million feet because of that base running mistake, and I thought it changed the vibe of the entire inning. Great throw by Adelis Garcia. Either way, though, the guy has 23 outfield assists, which is just insane. And then I say it all changed in one inning. Yeah. It, it was the bottom of the second and the top of the third that changed everything because in the top of the third, Marcus Simeon, RBI, and then the Corey Seager two-run homer made it a 3 nothing ball game. Stop pitching to Corey Seager at this point. The man is on fire. He's the one in this lineup right now, uh, especially with Adolis Garcia, and, and, you know, he ended up coming out of the game. We'll talk a little bit about that later, but – Right now, Corey Seager is the one guy in this lineup that you can't let beat you. He did two-run homer, three-nothing ball game at that time, and that's all it took. Yeah. That was the ball game, Alex, the bottom of the second and the top of the third right there. But for the Rangers tonight, the top of the order showed up. Yep. Marcus Simeon with an RBI. Corey Seager with the two-run homer. Adelis Garcia with an outfield assist. Evan Carter with a couple of hits tonight. The Road Dogs. Keep on dogging on the road. They're 9-0 and this postseason, an all-time record to start a single postseason winning nine consecutive games. That's what the Rangers are doing. But I will say, Alex, yeah. there were some injury concerns that did show up here tonight. Yeah, so the thing for the Rangers is they won the game, right? This was great for them going up 2-1 in the series, but they lost a couple of big names tonight. Max Scherzer left with back tightness, and then Adolis Garcia left with side tightness. 
he was holding his back, so also looked like back tightness. How does this affect the Rangers if these two guys are out moving forward in the rest of the series? I, I think it affects them big time, but especially Adelis Garcia. We don't know as much about that one. Uh, just saw a post game. He left the locker room and street clothes pretty much immediately, presumably to go get some tests done. Yeah. We'll, we'll hear more about that at some point. But Max Scherzer uh, exiting the game pretty early on after the third inning, tries to come back out and throw some more. He was hit by Alec Thomas on a ground out in the bottom of the second. He did come back out through another inning, then tried to come back out for the fourth and was taken out of the game and was officially ruled out with back tightness. So what does that affect? Yeah, I, I know. Max starts game three, and that would typically line up for a game seven. I'm less concerned about a game seven because John Gray ended up coming in and looking good. He could throw a game seven. What I'm more concerned about is game four because John Gray was supposed to be the one to pitch game four, and now he had to come in in this game and shut the door and come in for Max. So to me, this greatly affects what we see here tomorrow night. Now, instead of it being John Gray against a bullpen game for the, the Diamondbacks, now we're going to get essentially a bullpen game against a bullpen game. And give me the Diamondbacks mm. all day, every day, if we're talking a battle of the bullpens right now. I know the Rangers will have Dane Dunning and Andrew Heaney, and they'll probably piggyback those two in, in some way or another at the beginning of the game. But this really affects things. These guys haven't been good in Dunning and Heaney, so now you're going to really have to rely on them in a game four when you when you were going to have to when you were going to have to rely on John Gray, who looked really good tonight. But Dane Dunning, six innings pitched, four earned, and only five strikeouts so far in the 2023 postseason. Andrew Heaney, six innings pitched, also four earned. These are the guys that you're counting on to yeah. to put you up three one in the World Series. So I don't think it necessarily affects Game 7 because I think you can turn to John Gray, who looks good, mm -hmm. but it really, really affects them tomorrow night in Game 4. So they won the game, yeah. vital for them, but still some really big losses here tonight for the Texas Rangers in terms of Max Scherzer and potentially Adelis Garcia. Well, let's switch it back to a positive right now. Who was your player of the game here tonight? Uh, my, my player of the game here tonight for the Texas Rangers had to be Corey Seager. Yeah. The the, the homer, the, the that ended the game, essentially. It did. They didn't need any more. 3 nothing ball game at the time, ends up winning the game, ambushed a first pitch heater, ends up uh, being, the, being the key to the ball game. And a, and a huge double play late in the ball game that really sort of sealed it. The first time the rain, the D-backs the really got anything going in the game uh, was, was all – put to rest by Corey Seager at the end with a really sick play. Ball was crushed off the bat uh, by Cattell Marte. Ends up turning a great double play. That was that was awesome. Corey Seager, player of the game. All right, now let's look ahead to game four. We already kind of talked a little bit about it with the pitching matchup for the Rangers, but it's most likely going to be a bullpen game for both of these teams. As you mentioned, Heaney and Dunning most likely spitting, splitting time for the Rangers, but who do you see starting for the D-backs? Yeah, I don't know. The D-backs had to do this in the NLCS. Yeah. They had to go to a bullpen game in game four. It's really not about who starts the game. They're going to go with a matchup that they feel like can get the first three guys out for, for the Rangers. So the Rangers' top of the lineup is Simeon, Seager, and then whether they go, they'll, they'll probably go Carter back up to the three hole if Adolis Garcia can't go tomorrow night. So you get two lefties. 
in the original game, in game four in the NLCS, they started Joe Mantiply, mm-hmm. friend of mine, by the way, teammate in the Tigers organization, Virginia guy himself. They started him. But you're really only looking for, like, three outs. You're just yeah. going with matchups. But with two lefties potentially in that top three tomorrow, I could absolutely see them going with Joe Mantiply on the mound. And for the Rangers, again, probably some shape or fashion of Dunning or, or Heaney. So we're going to get two bullpen games. I do think we'll see some runs tomorrow. I would be shocked if we only see four runs scored in game four tomorrow. And we actually talked to Joe in pregame and, and talked about the depth that this D-backs team has, not only offensively, but also on the pitching side. And they feel extremely confident when they have to have these bullpen games. Yeah, absolutely. We talked to Joe about that, talked to their closer, Paul Seawald, about that. They have depth in the lineup, but they have really underrated depth in the bullpen, yeah. and we've seen that over the last uh, couple of weeks with this team. Uh, I've been really impressed with the with the Arizona Diamondbacks bullpen. So, like I said earlier, I give if we're talking two bullpen games, mm-hmm. give me the Diamondbacks bullpen. I think they have an advantage there. Yeah, well, we as we saw in Game Two after going down Game One, the D-backs do a great job adjusting, right? So they lose Game Three, their first home game this series, but. I don't think they need to be worried tomorrow for game four. Yeah, we'll see. They've, they've, they've fallen behind. Every, you know, in the NLCS, they yeah. fell behind two games to nothing. In this series, they fell behind one game to nothing. In a seven-game series, you do not have to worry until you lose two games in a row. If they lose tomorrow, worry your ass off. Yeah. If they don't, it's a tie series again. So you just can't let the runs happen. You can't let two in a row happen. You're fine if that doesn't. So, yeah, they're feeling fine. They're here at home. I was really impressed with the Diamondbacks crowd tonight. I know they didn't end up with a ton to cheer about, but pregame was awesome. By the way, Alex, I am a sucker for a good flyover. We finally got our flyover for the first time. We got a good flyover today. Yeah. It was perfect. It was the first game of the World Series that we finally had an open roof. Yeah. The Rangers had it closed. The, they, I thought they were going to have it close tonight, but the atmosphere was awesome from the flyover on. First pitch, this place was truly rocking. I was very, very impressed with Diamondbacks fans. I think they're going to show up tomorrow, and I don't think their Diamondbacks are just going to score one run tomorrow. I think it's going to be a bit of a higher-scoring game. I do, too. I heard that all three of these games are sold out. Yesterday, we were walking around talking to Diamondback fans. Just the excitement and the energy of having their first World Series game back in this building in 22 years, you can tell how much it means to this city as the, as the roof is slowly closing on us right now. But it was loud. It was wild. They showed up early outside the stadium. It's going to be another fun and great game tomorrow. It is crazy, Alex. The, the roof was open five minutes ago, and I look up, and it's yep. about five feet from being completely closed at this point. Wow, that's a cool shot. Hey. Good work there. Uh, yeah. What did you think of this stadium, by the way? First time here? I was actually – no, no, no. I've been here. Oh, you have? Yeah, yeah. I've been here before. But very impressed. I loved – the roof wasn't open when I was here last time. And it just – I think I told you when we were standing out after our pregame show, just just looking at the stands, it just had this really cool feel to it. Just the crowd. I'm a fan. I liked it. We We should come back tomorrow. You want to do it again tomorrow? Let's come back tomorrow. All right. That's fun. Come game join three us for pregame in tomorrow. the books. The Rangers are up two one in this series. Alex and I will be back for a pregame show right before the game tomorrow, which you can watch live on a stream and watch through the first half inning of the game. And we will, of course, be live post game immediately following the game. So hope you check both of those out. But make sure you like, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. Flipping Bats Pod on Apple, Spotify, wherever. We're also on all social media 
including YouTube, where we can watch, where you can watch every single thing we do at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. But that does it for Game 3 here in Phoenix. We will be back tomorrow. Thank you all for watching and listening, and we will see you tomorrow.